Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt, I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up, here we go. everyone master grogan coming at you again with another exciting kicking life podcast as always folks thank you so very very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us i promise i'm going to give you everything i've got to give you the best kicking life not only podcast but the kicking life tips suggestions advice and you know christian values to help you live your best kicking life and if you haven't checked out our previous episodes please do so this is episode number 158 holy smokes 158 i can't believe it either and you know the guests they just keep rolling on in the numbers are are spiking which means you uh, folks are sharing the podcast with others and that's how we're going to continue to make our society a happier healthier and safer place to live simply because collectively as a group a group we're all working together for the same purpose making things better empowering parents empowering others and empowering kids to make the right choices so today i've got uh, just a great great human being personal friend mentor he's eight time i'm sorry he holds eight world titles and he's the only only person that's ever had three different world titles in three different, uh, not necessarily events, but sports. One's kickboxing, one's sport karate, and the other's boxing. And not only that, he's a devout Christian, born-again Christian, does amazing work with kids, with adults, and he's very open about his faith. Sort of like our good friend, uh, Master Chip Townsend, who's been on the podcast several times. Very open with the faith and, and kind of bringing that out and putting that out, letting others know, look, man, you put God first in your life, amazing things are going to happen. It doesn't mean you're not going to have the rough paths and the rocky roads, but it just means you've got a friend to lean on. And that kind of his favorite quote is from Romans chapter 8, verse 31. And it goes like this. If God is for us, who can be against us? Wow. How's that for a right hook of reality? Who am I talking about? Good friend, wonderful human being, devout Christian, Master Troy Dorsey. Mr. Dorsey, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, sir. Thank you so much for having me on today, Mr. Grogan. I'm so thankful uh, they had me on, and uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Well, you're very, very welcome. Well, well good stuff. I kind of um, let in, and, it, you know, we, we, we think a lot alike, you know, putting God first, good Christian values. My favorite, uh, uh, I, I guess, it's hard to choose a favorite, but I've got it on my cross that I wear yeah, around really my is. neck. <laughs> and it's uh, Philippians 4.13. You know, I can, uh, I can do all things through do Christ things. who strengthens me. And it's, it's, you know, and I was, I've always felt like I was a, a good person, but my grandma always used to say, Richie, are you putting God first? Richie, are you living by God? Richie? And uh, I'll tell you what, to be honest, Richie was not always doing that. Uh, and it used to be hard for me to say that, but now, look, we all, <laughs> we're all full of sin. It's just a matter of confessing those sins. And what I did a couple, about a year and a half ago, I, w- I was baptized at uh, 47 years old, and it, it, it uh, was a good, good thing. And that was about the same time I think I met you, either that same year or um, yeah, right around that same time was. frame. Yeah, sure. I- I think it was the same same time. Yes, sir. Right about that same time. Jack, I remember you telling me about that. And uh, we spoke about the Lord and 
And then uh, that was great that you were able to do that. And God always, he accepts us back. Uh, just like the 99 and the one, the one in the 99. Yep. He just accepts us back no matter what we do, no matter what. Nothing is too uh, too big for God. Nothing is too bad for God. He always accepts us back. He he down the cross for us. He loves us. He wants us to follow him. And uh, yes, what a, what a, what a, uh, a father of mercy and grace. Wow. Outstanding. Outstanding. So, Dorsey, uh, tell the viewers a little bit, of, or the listeners, I always say, viewers are for the video blogs, listeners are for the podcast. <laughs> I always goof those. But tell the listeners um, a little bit about you know, your accomplishments. You know, you're, you're a professional fighter, and like I mentioned, you hold uh, three world championships belts in, in three different kind of sports, uh, and then eight world titles altogether. And you, you, you talk about kind of your path. You're from Mansfield, Texas, and I know you're, you've got a wonderful wife and two beautiful daughters. So let the listeners kind of Thank get you. to know Troy Dorsey just a little bit, if you would, sir. Well, I was born in Mansfield, Texas in uh, 1962, and my father uh, purchased a – he was running a gas station. He actually purchased a Texaco gas station, and uh, about – it was during his tour down there in Mansfield, and then about 200 yards down the road was a karate school opened up. So my dad took me and my two brothers there to take karate. I was getting bullied on, particularly me. It wasn't them. Uh, I have a my, my brother is one year. I have two brothers. One is one year and one day younger than me. The other one is three and a half years younger than me. Okay. And uh, so we all went and started karate, and they came out of the shoots, and they were winning trophies and winning uh, tournaments and. And I mean, I won a, I won second place in my first karate tournament, and then after that, it was a long dry spell for me. And uh, I just kept on kept on pushing forward, kept on trying, kept on training, and then finally in '79, uh, when I turned 15, I had my first kickboxing match, and I fell in love with that with kickboxing, and I uh, just continued to do that, and just like life. My, my, I had a lot of ups and downs in my fights. I lost the first time I fought for the world title against Felipe Garcia. I lost that fight. And then one year to the day, exactly, I fought him again and won the world title from him. And I actually won my first world title in kickboxing at the WACO, W-A-K-O, World Championships in London, England at Wembley Arena. Oh, my. And they had uh, world championships in kickboxing and world championships in uh, uh point karate or semi-con, light conduct, they call that. Uh, and I won world titles there also. So I won that in 85. That was my first two world titles. And I won that all in one day, and no one's ever done that since. Now they make it on two days. They make the kickboxing one day and the point karate one day. So no one will be able to do that. So, <laughs> that, And there have been a couple of people do, do win world titles in boxing and kickboxing. And hold them at the same time also. Now, there's been some people to do that. But I was the first one to do that in 1991. So I kind of skipped a bunch of stuff, but uh, that kind of gives it in a nutshell what I was doing. And uh, uh, I was training hard. I had a, I had a good uh, a good uh, instructor from 74 until 79, uh, until 83. I left him in 83 and went to a boxing gym. And uh, Casey Malone started training me there. And that gave me the hope there to... Uh, I was training in the boxing gym with some other world champions, and seeing those guys gave me hope. Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. So, I know a lot of people are going through a lot of tough stuff right now. So I want, I want to continue. I want to 
encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus and keep pushing forward. And no, he's not going to just rescue you immediately. It, sometimes it's uh, weeks or months or years sometimes, but you just keep depending on him and laying on him. And in the end, it's all going to turn out okay. Oh, fantastic. And, and, and listeners, it just goes to show you, everybody's fighting their own battles. There's just no such thing as an overnight success, and there's no such thing of just waking up one day as a champion in any field. It doesn't matter what field you're in, if you're in martial arts, if you're in business, if you're in finance, and if you're uh, even as a parent, <laughs> it takes it takes time. It's like, like planting the seeds in the garden. you got to decide on what crop you want, what harvest you want, and plant those right seeds, and then you got to work your butt off in order to make it happen. And as you heard uh, Mr. Dorsey say there, he had a long dry spell. It's not like he just took up martial arts and then he was suddenly a champion. It doesn't work that way in life. And uh, kudos to you, sir, for not only the fight and the resilience and the perseverance and the battle and not giving up, but the whole time kind of keeping your eyes focused on, hey, I'm going to go through some lumps and bumps and bruises in the road. And I was being bullied. I could have succumbed to that bullying and just laid there and, you know, cried about it. But no, you chose to get back up. You chose to fight harder. And you chose to, to do something for the right reasons. Fantastic. Fantastic. So um, what we're talking about this whole month at the Academy is helpfulness. Helpfulness. And helpfulness, it, it, we break it up into different categories, but it's overall your general health. Now, not only the physical side, people think health is just the physical, but that's just one component. I like to think of, uh, of a human being as like a, a four-legged chair. And the four legs are the mental the spiritual, the emotional, and then the the physical, kind of the that ball builds into the healthfulness. And oftentimes people hear health and they think automatically nutrition and exercise. And those are, <clears throat> are huge, but we've also got to have the mental health as well to kind of cleanse out those negative thoughts, to impu- input pure thoughts, kind of like the garden. What you plant is what you get. If you don't like onions, then don't plant onion seeds. If you don't like negativity, don't plant negative seeds in your mind. And then the spiritual side You've got to have, and I know some of our listeners aren't Christian, and that's okay. I'm not here to uh, judge anybody. I'm just saying realize no. realize that, that you're just a speck in the universe. You are not the universe. The universe is much bigger than you, and there is a spiritual component somewhere. But wh- whatever you believe, that's fine, but just drop your ego enough to realize, be humble enough that there's something bigger. Now, Mr. Dorsey, myself, Mr. Chip Townsend, and numerous other guests we've had on the podcast, you know how we feel about that. And another uh, gentleman I want to reach out to is uh, Tim Tebow. He's a devout Christian, does amazing, wonderful things for charitable organizations, but it's just about putting that first. But whatever your spirituality is, just have a strong feeling about that because that is one of those pillars of life or one of those chairs. And the other side is the mental, as I mentioned, planting in the garden and the emotional. We all have emotions. Some days we're angry. Some days we're sad. Some days we're glad. We've got to learn to control those emotions. So, Mr. Dorsey, back to you. I just kind of want to brief our listeners on what we're talking about all month long and not only on the podcast and the video blogs, but also at our martial arts academy. And we're talking about good habits. So, Maybe list some of your uh, uh, habits that maybe weren't so good. You recognize that they weren't so good, and you converted those over to good habits, not only as a fighter, but as a father and a husband and just a wonderful human being. Well, thank you when you say that. You're a wonderful human being. Thank you for saying that. But, uh, oh, I've had uh, battles with uh, with cheating and lying. And then uh, early, let's say, when I was 16, 17 years old, I started uh, drinking, drinking alcohol. And that was hard to overcome. And 
just doing those kind of things while I was fighting. It just doesn't, this doesn't make sense. And how it worked out, I don't know how it worked out. Only God knows. But I was I was able to stay alive. I was able to win, win those world titles. And uh, I would usually stop drinking six, eight weeks before the fight. But after the fight was on, the part, after the fight happened, then the party was on. So that's kind of, uh, that's the truth. That's the real truth. I hate to keep anything from anybody. I want to just let everybody know that if you have a drinking problem or even if you have a drug problem, because I had a drug problem also, the party was on after the fight was over. So uh, I overcame that, went to an NA meeting, and I said, oh, no, I, I don't need that. Went to an AA meeting, and I didn't I said I didn't need that. So I just leaned on the Lord, and, and uh, he brought me through it, trying to read the Bible every day. And uh, no drinking since 1998 or drugs. I just quit cold turkey. So I'm not talking bad about NA or A. Those are really good, really good uh, places to get help. But uh, I just I got my help from the Lord, and He He uh, brought me through it. And I'm I'm on the other side looking back, going, "Well, how did I make it?" But here I am, 21 years later, and like I said, no drugs, no alcohol. So I've been so fortunate to get through those things. Oh, that that is fantastic! And yeah, and and, and Mr. Dorsey, people on on that listen to the show on a regular basis. They know I'm transparent with everything. You know, we've all sinned. You know, those that say uh, they haven't, then, then maybe this isn't the right show for them. Because as our, our one of our mentors, Hanchi Kovar, talks about is you have to uh, come to terms with where you are right here, right now, in order to move forward. If you don't, if you can't accept, you know, hey, these are the choices I made, good or bad. All those choices have brought me to where I am right here, right now. And if I want something better... And I've got to do something better. I have to be responsible for me. I can't blame everybody else. I can't blame. I mean, yeah, the drugs and alcohol, it'd be very easy to blame them. But inevitably, you were the one who chose to do them. And, you know, I'm not innocent of those crimes either. You know, those things, I used to be ashamed to talk about it. But now I talk about it very little openly to let others know, hey, all of us are fighting some demon in some way, shape, or form. And if we all know we're collectively fighting together, working together, and they can hear successes like yourself who've battled through those things and, and, and come out on the other side, but you did it because you had a higher belief. It wasn't just you fighting the battles. It was, it was God helping you fight those battles. We've got somebody helping. We've got, we've got some help. Yes, sir. That is fantastic. So with um, the good habits we're talking about uh, kind of this week at the Academy, we're broken up into different sections, and this week happens to be good habits, establishing those good habits, those little bitty things, those little bitty choices that add up to a lot. You know, little bitty choices on one side, because Hanji Kovar and I talk often about, you know, a, a person's weight. If, if, you're, if you're, you know, you put on a few pounds, a few more pounds than you want, well, it didn't happen overnight. It was small little choices along the way there. If you've kind of maybe stopped praying or reading the Bible or stopped going to church, well, yeah, there was one day when you didn't go, but over time, you could have, you know, drifted back into it. But that first step is always the hardest. Do you have any advice for our listeners there on kind of, uh, you know, you mentioned you went cold turkey on it. That might be hard for a lot of people to do. It can be done, but just deciding today is the day. I'm going to move forward. Right. Do you have any the thoughts or yeah. suggestions you could share? Well, it just, uh, my, uh, my father-in-law passed away, uh, in November and my mother-in-law passed away in August and I started making me think, where am I going to spend eternity? So that just gave me the, the power to, uh, uh, to, to overcome the drugs and the alcohol. So I'm not saying that you're going to hell if you're, uh, 
if you're drinking and doing drugs, I'm not saying that because we all mess up. But I'm just saying that's, that he doesn't want that line, that kind of line for us. So uh, I was able to push through and overcome it. He said that we in the Bible it says we are more than conquerors. Or some translations say we're, we are overcomers. So, yes, that's what happened. Oh, it's fantastic. Yes, and uh, just a few weeks ago, we had uh, actually the producer of the show, uh, Mr. Brian Crock. He's got a um, another shout out to him for doing such a wonderful job, not only producing the show, but he's got a, a, a YouTube channel called Crux in the Kitchen. It's K-R- was K-R-O-C-K-S. That's his last name. Uh, so Crux in the Kitchen spelled with a K. Well, he and his wife uh, have lost in, what is it, 13, 14 months, 270 pounds and he alone has lost 160 pounds and kind of he was on we're talking about self-discipline and healthfulness and he said the same thing he said uh, because I asked him what kind of motivated you to make the change and he said flat out pan down I'm going to die and I said well yeah well other people might say we're all going to die but what really motivated you to make the change and he flat out said look I'm going to die much sooner than I should. I'm feeling horrible. My health is horrible. I'm not where I need to be. And which, by the way, he's a devout Christian as well. He talked about the church he attends. He and his wife are very involved with their church. So just another shout out to to those out there, you know, who may have not always done it because I know I didn't, uh, you know, seeking out a higher power, if you will. And for us, it's, you know, Jesus Christ uh, moving in that direction. But anyway, he talked about boom cold turkey. I'm doing it today. So listeners, that may be, uh, that may be tough. I mean, no, excuse me. That may not, that will be tough and that may not be be. the right path for you, but you know, if you want tomorrow to be better, you've got to start it today. So today is no better day to do that. So as soon as you're done listening to this show, you can take, you can take baby, you can take baby steps. If you just don't seem to ever overcome it, just just take that baby steps and you'll get there. Yeah. That's what, that's like, uh, martial arts is you start off at white belt, you don't start off at black belt. Go to white belt, and the next belt, the next belt, the next, belt, so on and so forth. Just take baby steps, and uh, no matter what it is you're going through, just just start going the right way, the way that we know we're supposed to be going. We all know the good, we all know the difference between good and evil, or good and bad. So just start going the right way, just one step at a time. Like they say, uh, have you have you ever eaten a horse? Most people say no. Well, yeah, yeah, that's you. If you just say how much food have you eaten in your whole life, we have we all eat more, more than one horse. So, how do you eat a horse? You eat a horse one bite at a time. One bite at a time. That's it. One small step yes, at sir. a time. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And like you said, in, in martial arts, there you don't walk in the 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 studio, the doji, in the very first day, and you're automatically a world champion or a black belt. No, it's a path. It's a journey, and so is life. So, and back to Hanshi Kovar. You know, where you are and what you are today is, is, is because of the choices you made in the past. If you want something right. better, you got to make better choices. Now, is that easier said than done? Of course it is. Everything's easier said than done. But you can do it. You can make the choices. You just have to be disciplined about those choices and turn. Uh, right. um, and you know, only, only you. Only you can change you. Yeah. Yes. Well, say it one more time, sir, just to make sure the listeners got it. Only you can change you. Yep. And, and and truthfully, that's the only person you can change. It's the only person you have control over. Too often right. uh, people try and fix other people, and I know I've been guilty of that for years. And uh, that can Me not too. only be frustrating, <laughs> but it's a losing battle. You can give them the tools, yeah. 
but they've got to be the one, the one to do it. The only person, like you, you mentioned, sir, you can change and fix is you. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing, like you'd said, you, you've tried in the past to fix uh, everybody but yourself. And, and how did that work out? It didn't work out too good for me at all. It didn't work out at all. So I only have control over me. And uh, that's it. And, and, and bring that up because, uh, you know, a lot of the listeners, they, they hear us talking. And uh, I, I want the listeners to know, hey, we're human beings just like you. I'm blessed and honored to have the, the Kickin' Life podcast and the ability to impact thousands and at some point in time, millions of lives by doing this. But you've got a voice, too. Everybody's got a voice. Everybody's got a God-given talent that's unique. It's different than anybody else's. Use that gift. Use that voice and impact the world. Yeah, yeah, you're somebody. Somebody's looking up to you. Somebody's looking, watching what you're doing. Somebody, when you make a good choice or a bad choice, someone's watching. So we just want to keep on trying to make good choices and encourage people. Yeah, some people don't think anyone would ever want to look at them and do what they do because all they see is the bad. There's, there's a lot of good in everybody. God puts seeds of greatness inside of all of us. So you just have to uh, be the best you can and know that people are watching. And above all, God is watching. And uh, he's not up there with his hands on his hips saying, what are you doing? Pointing his finger. He's not up there. He just, I think he just has some disappointment sometimes when we, when we mess up and we don't do what we should be doing. Yep. So, but then, you know, uh, all we got to do is ask for forgiveness. That's the the, that's the golden key right there. That doesn't mean you ask for forgiveness and then immediately I always tell kids all the time, when you mess up, just own up to it. Hey, I screwed up. I'm sorry. But when you say you're sorry, don't go back and do the same doggone thing again. <laughs> don't ask for forgiveness and then commit the same sin over and over and over again. You know, sooner or later, I mean, God will forgive you every time. But, you know, the, the, the talking about uh, responsibility and protocols, obviously that's a word you're familiar with and with the academy and uh, martial arts and fighting. You know, those protocols you, you have to follow. You want to have those protocols in your life, whatever they may be. You know, our protocols, the academy, the bowing, the please, the thank you, the yes, sir, the no, sir, and just holding a high level of respect. That's the protocols we put first, you know, and honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. Bang. Those are our core pillars. But folks listening, whatever protocols you establish as the protocols of your life, you know, another protocol, you know, every, every night, say my prayers, read a Bible verse. First thing in the morning, I prime that pump, so to speak. I'm putting the right things in because as we both know, and all the listeners, you know, the weeds of society, the weeds of negativity, if you don't do anything with that garden, they're going to take over and plant what you don't want. So prime that pump, choke put the out. right things in. Yeah, go ahead, sir. What does that choke you out? Yeah, yeah. The weed choke out the good plants. You'll choke us out too. Yes, sir. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, give a give a quick shout out to your to your wife and uh, your lovely daughters there. Let them know. Uh, obviously, that dad loves them, but everybody loves to hear their name on the air. So, give them a shout out if you would, sir. Yeah, my wife. Her name is Leslie, and my daughters Kendra and Shelley. Think I couldn't have done what I've done, or reached the the thing that the goal that I've set if it wasn't for my wife. She's constantly supporting me and getting there for me over and over and over. She never, she never turned her back on me. She's always been there for me. So I'm so fortunate to have a great wife. So, uh, I don't know if you heard this before, but they said behind every every uh, good man is a great woman. So for sure, I'm, I may be, I don't know if I'm, I don't even know I can consider myself good, but I consider my wife a great woman. <laughs> and my kids are always supportive. They're, they're doing great. My oldest daughter is a uh, speech pathologist. My younger daughter is works in the OR as an intubator. So they're helping people. I'm so proud of them. And my wife is doing a great job too. So I'm just, 
I'm unbelievably blessed. But we, I have hard times. I have really hard times. Sometimes they're going through, going through some hard times, through some stuff, and it's, uh, I just keep trusting in the Lord, and that's all, that's all I can lean on. I've heard it said that Jesus Christ is all we have, and he's all we need. Fantastic. And, that's, and, and, and how, how, many years, how many years have you been married to your wife? Next month will be 33. Oh, my gosh. Well, congratulations, folks. Give Master Dorsey yes, a hand. Sir. 33 years. Holy smokes. Well, my, my wife. My poor and, wife. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> your poor wife's had to put up with you that many years. But she stayed with you for a reason, right? Stayed with you because uh, yes, uh, her belief in you and belief in God to help you be the person that you are. And not only the person you are right now, but the person you're still yet to become. And that's the beautiful thing. Oh. Oftentimes, you know, people think about, well, if I've done everything I'm going to do. I don't believe in that. And you still Not gotta, over yet. Not over yet, baby. You got another breath in your lungs. You still got something to achieve, something to accomplish, accomplish, and lives to touch. Thirty yes, years, and and your, your your daughters. You said one's a speech pathologist, and the other works in in. Uh, did you say the OR, or uh, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. The operating room. Yes, sir. Oh, that's fantastic. My. Um, yes, I'm so proud of them. They're both really great. So, thirty three years. Uh, it, what, when's your anniversary date? September 27th. September 27th. Oh, wow. My uh, uh, my wife and I are going to be 10 years behind you. Um, our anniversary yep. is August 24th. Uh, next, uh, was that next okay, Saturday? Coming up. And it'll be 23 years. And it's hard to believe that anybody, right. yeah, I know, hard to believe anybody put up with me for that doggone long. So um, Congratulations. And, thank you. I mean, if, if you look at it, unfortunately, in today's society, um, uh, Anybody gets past five years is like an accomplishment. And then you got a decade, you get the 10 in there, and then two decades. And wow, so 33 years. Congratulations, sir. That is fantastic. Thank you. And uh, I've got to God every year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. And I got to ask because uh, the listeners want to know, because uh, oftentimes it's unfortunate, but uh, people hear the, the podcast and, uh, and I, you know, world champions and people that have, you know achieved a little bit of a, a celebrity status, and I and I say that very loosely. It's just that's what people he, hear and conceive. And my whole thing with if I achieve a little bit of a level of a celebrity status, I want to be the celebrity that the kids and adults look up to as hopefully a positive role model, not the celebrities that uh, unfortunately too many kids follow on social media that aren't given the the best advice and aren't, you know, aren't Christians and aren't uh, on the right path and doing things that just are unholy. And it's unfortunate. Those are the celebrities that get the majority of the media attention. And that, that's, that's, right. that's not the world folks. You know, there, there's better people out there, but I but bring that up. But the Bible says, be, be, be not of the world that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be not, be not conformed to this world. So it says in Romans also, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind through God's word. That's it. Wow. So, yeah, and uh, my, my wife and I, we've been to Christian counseling several times. We've been to regular counseling before, and then we've, we've had times where we slept in separate beds. Uh, there's been tough times. So it's not a tiptoe to the rosies for, I don't know if it is for anybody. So I want to say it's not, it's not a tiptoe to the rosies for anybody. So we just got to keep pushing forward and keep our commitments. You know, I made a commitment to my wife. I'm happy with her. I'm not stuck. I'm happy with my wife. We said to her, that's the we part at our wedding. And that's, that's what uh, I want to keep those, those, uh, keep that vow. And, but I'm, I'm happy with my wife. I'm, uh, the only thing she's, she's, uh, 
she's perfect and I'm not. But I think I'm perfect, too. And that's why I messed up. That's why I failed. So, yeah. Oh, like you said earlier, behind every uh, good man or successful man or even great man is is a much greater, much more successful and much <laughs> better uh, human being. And that's that's your wife. That's your 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 pillar of support. And uh, the listeners yes. know I talk about Desi, my wife. She's been with me through thick and thin. And I've put that poor woman through and not intentionally. It just it, it's it's who it's who I am. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make it right or wrong, but uh, she's been there yes, for sir. me. And uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because the, the listeners oftentimes, like I mentioned, kind of the, the celebrity thing, they, they think that, uh, you know, whatever struggle or battle that they're dealing with, that they might be the only one. And and you heard it, folks. Yeah. You know, Miss Dorsey, you've been married You're not alone. 33 years. You're not alone. We're all fighting those battles. And then it's why we talk about it so openly and so transparent on the podcast here to let you know, man, we're human beings. We're fighting our own battles, too. I don't know the battles that, that personally that you're fighting or the listeners are fighting, but collectively we can work together on this. We just got to help one another out. And that means building each other up, not chopping each other down. And nothing comes from that. Help one another. Help yes, one sir. Another. Good it stuff. Reminds me of, of a Bible verse. The Bible, the Bible says, uh, fight the good fight, keep the faith, and stay the course. It says that in Timothy. So that's what we're going to keep doing. Fight the good fight, keep the faith, and stay the course. Oh, that's when I get knocked off course all the time. The enemy, he tries to kick me. He kicks me all the time. He kicks me off the path. He kicks me off the course. And I just got to get back on the course and do what I'm supposed to do. And if you read the Word each day, which I don't every day, but it helps keep you on, on track when you read the Word because you're with God, reading the living, breathing Word of God. It's the Bible. Yep. It's like no other book. No, it's uh, no other book. <laughs> the the greatest stories ever told are in the Bible, and uh, it's uh, you know the, the I, I don't the, I don't even know what the second most sold book in the world is. <laughs> it doesn't even come close. Oh. The Bible's far and beyond Bible one. number one, yes, and, and that's for a reason. And I know yes, it's sir. unfortunate that uh, you know uh, schools the kids aren't uh, allowed to pray in schools. That's been out for some time, and. I'm not. I'm not so happy with the way some of society's going here. Removing, and I, I, I share this. I shared this with Desi just the other day. When I was nine or ten years old, um, and I went to church. But like I said, I was. I, I went because my my grandmother made me. My parents were kind of. My mom would go. Dad, he. Um, it's unfortunate he was in Vietnam and uh to this day part of him is still over in Vietnam. I love my dad more than anything. Yeah. I uh he did the absolute best he could do. He did far better than his father did for him and I understand that now. But it the church I I, I like to think he he prays from time to time, but he never bought into the church cuz unfortunately uh the, the experience he had with church was not the best. So to each their own. I say that, folks, because if you've been to a church and you're like, oh, these churches are nothing but a bunch of hypocrites and this and that. Well, let me back up. Zig Ziglar always says when people say that, uh, church is another bunch of hypocrites. Come on down. we got room for one more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I say that yeah, jokingly. But, folks, if, 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 you know, like, matter of fact, my wife and I, we, the church that I was baptized in a year and a half ago, uh, we have moved on. And it was a hard, hard decision. But the moral values we didn't feel were in alignment with what we what we believe. So we've this kinda... wasn't a fit for y'all. So, so people just need to look for a fit for them. Absolutely, some of the churches aren't, aren't fit for everybody. So we just gotta look until you find a fit. Yep. No. Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. And uh, I'd mentioned in the morning it's something that's become a. You know, talking about good habits, uh, a routine for me. 
And that is the first thing in the morning. I've got, I don't know how many apps on my phone, positive, inspirational, motivational apps, but I've also got a couple different Bible apps that I get alerts sent like at, uh, I think one's at seven and yeah. one's at eight, but they pop up. So, folks, I encourage you to get that and have those babies pop up. And the, it's so important. The first thing you plant in your mind for the day will determine the good majority of your day. Now, that doesn't mean bad things won't help happen. Out. I'm it sorry. It can help out, yeah. You doggone right. Yeah, it's gonna, it can help out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're going to go through yeah, the whole sure. day uh, scot-free without, you know, bad things happening. Unfortunately, that's the world. But... I do know this, what you plant the first thing in the morning, and you know, I'm going to back up even more importantly, the last thing you plant before you go to bed. So if you're looking at social media and you're looking at all the gloom and doom and you know, the world's, oh my gosh, all this hate and all this yuck. And, and there's a lot of that out there because the devil walks the face of the earth. We know that. But if yeah. you plant that in your mind, right before you fall asleep, your subconscious mind is going to chew on that all night. And I promise you're not going to sleep very well. You're going to wake up the next no. day tired, no. cranky, and then, of course, you feed it negativity right off the bat, man, and then it becomes, it's almost like uh, uh, your, your mind becomes hungry for it. It has an addiction for that negativity. Same thing on the other side. Oh, yeah. You plant the positive, it's going to be looking for that. Now, I, I share this. Yes, sir. Until I met Hanshi Kovar in 2012, it's, I always tried to remain upbeat and positive, but there were a lot of negative, um, uh, negative weeds in that garden, so to speak. And meeting him was kind of transformational and then doing a better job of started reading the Bible more started. Uh, and it was right after my grandmother passed away. Uh, she passed away in 2011 and she was my, my pillar, you know, Richie, are you putting God first? Richie <laughs> always trying to keep Richie on yep. track. It stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it did. Yes, sir. It absolutely did. And it's yes, even sir. more so now that, uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing that. And that's why I share with others, prime that pump first thing in the morning, but make sure at the yes, end of the sir. day, you, you put the right things in your mind. Because what you plant in the garden, oh, I can't damn. say this enough, is what you grow. I mean, you have, yes, you, have, sir. you have any thoughts on that, sir? Oh, I agree. Put good things in, good things out. Bad things in, bad things out. It's pretty simple, but it really is true. So, yeah, I want to encourage all of you that uh, aren't doing something, really putting some good things in. Television is in the news is just horrible now. So put some good things in your mind before you go to bed. Just put some good things when you get up, and it'll help, it'll help your day for sure, no doubt. No doubt. So good things in, good things out. Well, another thing. What, yes, bad things happen to bad yep. people, and good things happen to good people. So you just you got to move over whatever, whatever it is you're going through. Just keep on pushing forward, and the Lord is going to bring you through it. Yes, sir. Man, the Bible says something wow. about uh, what you look for, you'll surely find, right? <laughs> So yes, sir. You, you look for the good, you're going to find more good. If you look for the bad, well, you're going to find more bad. So kind of program your mind. We, he also tells us we ha he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound of mind. Wow, that is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, that is great. Mr. Grogan, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to let you go here. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's all right, buddy. I got to go. I appreciate but, uh, your time. I know you're an extremely busy, busy individual, and I know you got a lot of things going on with the business there. So I know the listeners are just yes, grateful and thankful for, for the, the, the time that you were able to share with us. So uh, one last thing before you go, sir. Uh, let, yes, sir. Let the people know how they can find you, you know, your social media handles, your Facebook page, and all those things. And, of course, if they're in the Mansfield, Texas area, how they can find your martial arts academy and come and train with you. Well, I'm in the historic downtown Mansfield, 
at 115 North Main. Phone number is 817-477-5523. I have a Troy Dorsey Karate Facebook page. I have a Troy Dorsey page and a Troy Dorsey Kickboxing page. So you reach out to me on there any, any way you'd like. Questions, problems, or answers, I'd be happy to talk to you, try to help you through. I'm not a counselor, but I got a, have a lot of experience of fighting all kinds of different battles, like Mr. Grogan said. We're all fighting the battle. So, uh, reach out. If you don't reach out to me, reach out to somebody because someone's there. God put somebody in your life to help you. I know I've had lots of help and, uh, we all need help. And so reach out for the help that you need. If, if you need help and, uh, your life's not over. So just keep pushing forward. God put season great greatness inside you and push forward. That is fantastic. Philippians. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. Well, Philippians 3.14 says, press forward to the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. So don't look back. Sarah's a lot's wife. Sarah looked back. She turned into the pillar of salt. So keep pushing forward. Don't don't let the past drag you down because that's what it does oftentimes. Yes, sir. It certainly does. Well, Master Dorsey, thank you so very, very much. I'll pass my blessings on to your your wife and two lovely daughters. And God bless you, sir. And please keep doing the amazing things you're doing. You're impacting so many lives without even knowing it, just by being you. So thank you so much, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Give your wife a big hug. And your and your uh, you have a daughter and a son. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we got uh, um, Austin's nineteen, Madeline's sixteen, and Emmett's ten. Okay, yeah, three. Give them a big hug and a kiss for me, okay? I definitely will, sir. And I look forward to seeing you uh, hopefully, um, oh, definitely at the uh, next Pro Mac, but maybe maybe even sooner than that if I can make my way down to Texas. I'd love to have you, sir. Come anytime. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day, and uh, please keep doing what you're doing, sir. God bless. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, folks. So how was that? How was that, Master Troy Dorsey? Holds eight world titles in three different uh, sports. Unbelievable. Boxing, kickboxing, and uh, point karate. Unbelievable. And he talked about his adversity and his challenges and, you know, his past and the, the kind of demons, if you like to call them, that he had to overcome. But he kept battling, kept fighting. And that was awfully, <laughs> awfully great, cool, awesome of him to share, you know, those fights that he had with drugs and alcohol and self-doubt and fear. And even, you know, and his wife's been with him through thick and thin, but yeah, they've had their troubles too. And that's just, that's life. You know, I know oftentimes, and I know a lot of our listeners, you, you, you follow different people on Instagram and that's okay. You follow who you want to follow, but this goes out to our teenagers. They often think everybody's life, especially on social media, Instagram and Snapchat, all life is sunshine and rainbows. It's not that way. And I encourage you to not only watch and follow, look at your kids' Snapchat and Instagram accounts to see who they're following, but remind them that they're beautiful the way they are. They are awesome the way they are. God built them unique and different. Don't allow them to beat themselves up because they don't have as many likes or as many friends. Don't allow them to think that the people they watch and look at and follow on social media, that their lives are all great. They, they've got battles they're fighting too. Of course, everybody puts those filters on on social media to make themselves look better. We all do it. We all know we're fighting battles, but I encourage you, parents especially, check out your, your teens' accounts and talk to them often. Ask them, 
dig deep. Don't settle for just, hey, when you ask them, hey, how's things going? Fine. Don't, don't settle for fine. Dig in deeper. And you know, I, I, I mentioned this as a reminder myself to, to do this. I got a 16-year-old daughter. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. But she still has her self-doubts. You know, I, I have my self-doubts. Master Doris, that we just talked to, has his self-doubts. All our list, I mean, all our uh, guests that are on the show, we're all fighting our own battles. And we share that openly to let you know that you're not alone in this. You're not alone in this. And it's unfortunate. It seems like in today's day and age, a lot of the Christians are coming under attack. Well, it is if you listen to that. And I mean, I'm a realist. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But plant the right seeds and surround yourself with the right people. You are who you surround yourself with. You are a percentage, a large percentage of the four to five people you surround yourself with. And that ties into our healthfulness and our good habits. You surround yourself with people that are constantly making poor choices. Before you know it, their habits are going to be your habits, good or bad. You surround yourself with people that are constantly making good choices. Their habits are going to become your habits. Why? You are who you surround yourself with. And once again, you are what you put in your mind. Back to the garden. You don't like onions, then don't plant onion seeds. You don't like negativity, and I don't know anybody that does, although it seems like some people in society uh, uh, find the negative and find the fault like there's a reward for it. And I guess to a certain degree that the media, there is a reward. And, and you know how I feel about the media. You know, I call CNN constantly negative network. And it, it, I would love to call it a much harsher name than that. And I'm not just picking on CNN. It seems like they, they look for the ugly worse than anybody. Turn that crap off. Yeah, I called it crap because that's exactly what it is. Do not allow those negative weeds to fester in your garden. Because as Master Dorsey said, they will suffocate. They will choke out anything good. And think about it. Just, just think about a garden. And by the way, as a reminder, I've got a book coming out. And a little book plug here. <laughs> I am bullyproof, defeating the bully within. And there's a huge, I mean, it's one chapter, but it encompasses so much because we reference it a lot in the book. The garden. Back to the garden. Back to the garden. And we do well, a little hypothetical story of a, a garden that was, and then the garden was intended to for a couple of years, and the weeds took over the garden. So the boy in the story, he and the master that he'd met and just kind of guiding and helping him become bullyproof, they go and they till up the garden. Well, what happens is they keep finding more and more weeds as they continue to till up the garden because the soil, the soil was fertile, but nothing was planted in it. Just like your mind, fertile soil there, baby, it's open. And if you don't plant the right things in there, then the weeds are going to take over. As there's a part of the book, the, the boy says, well, if I don't plant anything in my garden, I should be safe. No, no, not at all. So it's not only not planting the negative, but it's also tending that garden to keep the negative weeds out. And somebody says, well, that ain't fair. Nothing in life is fair. That's just the way it is. That's your right hook of reality. Bang. I don't make the rules. I'm just honest about those things. You don't tend to your garden, your fertile soil, something's going to take over. So make sure you are in control. Just like Master Dorsey said there, you are in control of you. Nothing else, no one else, you. Make sure you plant, you plant the right seeds in your garden. Make sure you establish the right habits, the good habits. Make sure you make the right choices. And a lot of that is about who you surround yourself with. A lot about who you allow into your garden what you allow to take over your garden. Is it easy? No, 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 no. I'm never going to lie to you and say it is. But the hard work is worth it. Why? 
because you're going to be a better person. And isn't it that we're all looking for to be our very, very best? And here's the deal. If you're at your very best, you're going to be able to serve others at your very, very best. And you've heard me talk about that a lot before, especially on the last podcast with uh, Dana Kinsolving from Trio um, Salon. She talked about pamper yourself. Go to a salon. Get your hair cut. <laughs> go, go get your ladies, get your nails done. Go get a massage. Take care of yourself. Be a little selfish. Because if you aren't at your best, you can't serve at your best. You can't help others become their very best. And I'm plenty guilty of that. And I've shared with you on countless different episodes when uh, my mentor, and I've mentioned him a couple times, one of my mentors, Hanshi Dave Kovar, had uh, asked me if I enjoy disrespecting everybody I'm supposed to help. And I was like, what do you mean disrespect? Man, I give everything I've got. And he kind of broke it down. Yeah, I know you do. But if you're only operating at 50% because you have not taken care of yourself, you can't give your very best. So parents, I'm telling you this from experience. You know, there was a time when I was working, and this is no lie, 100 to 110 hours or more a week because I was a teacher during the day and trying and trying, trying. I'm using that word trying because I was not doing a very good job of running a martial arts academy. And at the end of the month, couldn't pay the bills. I was like, how in the world can I not pay the bills? I, I literally sleep four hours a night maximum. I haven't seen my kids in weeks. Well, you know what I'll do? I just won't sleep at all anymore. I'll just get two hours of sleep. That'll be enough. Yeah. And in just a day, and I don't want you feeling sorry for me. I'm using this as an example of, <laughs> of what not to do because it does not work. You end up burning yourself out. You know, the only can burn candles at both ends for so long. Well, shoot, I got done with burning the candles at both ends. I started lighting fires in the middle of the candle. And when you play with fire, eventually you get burnt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a typical day would be I'd get up at 6. Go, uh, go to school, as I taught, uh, and I loved it. It was great. Taught PE, teaching from 9 to 10 PE classes a day. Go right from there, and on lunch break, and it got to the point where I wouldn't even eat lunch in the teacher's lounge, simply because I was trying to work on business work uh, while I'm eating lunch. The next class would come in after lunch. I'd go right from the, studio, or the uh, school to the studio, work on paperwork until classes started. I taught every single class, so I'd teach another four or five classes, and then at the end of the night, I would literally have to sit in my office, sometimes a half an hour to an hour, just to decompress because my head hurt so bad before I could even attempt to drive home. And there are a number of times, more times than I care to, to remember, that I would actually, in the middle of decompressing, not only start crying, break down, but fall asleep. And I'd wake up at, I don't know, 12, 1 o'clock when my wife's calling, where the heck are you at? Get home, eat dinner at 1 o'clock fall asleep again working on paperwork while eating dinner on the couch, and then get back up and do it all over again. You can't do that forever. You just can't. I was doing everything I could, everything I thought it was right, working harder and harder, but here's where it started breaking down. I wouldn't see my kids. I love my kids, but you wouldn't know it because I never spent time with them. And the only time they spent with Dad, you ready for this, folks? I'm getting deep here. <laughs> Is when Dad would yell at them, Scream at them even, I'm embarrassed to say it, but it's the truth, for leaving their socks on the floor. So I go all day at school, and I sort of like keeping it in check, trying to help and mentor these kids. Go to the academy, teach another four or five classes, and work on business paperwork, try and keep it together. And the only time I spend with my family, I'm being a total jerk, yelling at my, my own kids that I, I love more than anything else because they left socks in the floor. That's what happens. 
You can't, you can't keep burning the candle at both ends. That's not healthfulness. That's not a good habit. And I share these stories openly with you that I used to never share before because I know there's someone out there doing exactly the same thing. You can't live that way. You can't do it. And once again, kind of mimic the words of Hanshi Kovar, if you're not at your best, you can't be your best. You can't be your best father. You can't be the best husband. You can't be the best spouse. You can't be the best leader. You can't be the best entrepreneur. You can't be the best podcast host. You just can't do it. And then a shout out to another extremely good friend and mentor who's been on the show more times than anybody else, Professor Brandon Beliso. I love you, sir. I know you listen to the show a lot. You're, you're wonderful. He, he had mentioned, hey, when's the last time you had a massage? And this was a couple years ago. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Why is that important? He goes, well, I'm just throwing this out there. I usually get a massage uh, every other week. You do? I said, how do you have time for that? It's not a matter of having time. It's a matter of making time because I need it to be my best. I'm like, oh. So anyway, I mentioned to, to him, I said, hey, uh, this was, uh, I guess when I saw him at Vegas, I said, hey, you're going to be proud of me. I got it set up. I get a massage every other week now. Yeah, baby. He goes, good. I'm proud of you. High five. He goes, I get one, one a week now. So get, get to that level. I'm like, oh, but that's, that's a good mentor. Always kind of staying a step ahead, but also guiding you to be your very, very best like uh, Master Dorsey just said, one small step at a time, taking care of yourself, establishing those good habits, healthfulness. It's not just the physical, but it's the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional as well. But one step at a time. And as Zig Ziglar says, you take those small little steps and you go as far as you can possibly see and a magical thing will happen. When you get there, you're going to see even further things you never could see before because you weren't at that level. Take those little steps. Do the right thing. Get into a good church. Read the Bible. Put the right seeds in your mind. Establish that healthfulness. Establish those good habits so you can be the person you were born to be. Good stuff? Yeah. Well, as always, folks, I love you. I really, truly do because you, you take time out of your busy day, which I'm honored and grateful for, to listen to this show. So I always like to say, if you found value in this, if this show touched your heart, please share this with somebody else because you know there's somebody else there fighting the same battle, somebody that needs to hear this message, somebody who might be, you know, at the end of the rope, they're ready to give up on life. They need that extra inspiration to know that, hey, others are fighting that battle, but man, we're here for you. We're working to help you be your very, very best. And that is what kicking life is all about. It's not just all about martial arts and martial arts kicks. It's a big foundation because I've been in martial arts 40 years. I've been teaching martial arts for 30 years. That's a huge part of it. But it's all about not if, but when life kicks your butt. We're here to help each other, to motivate each other, to kick our butts back up to live our best kick in life. So please, share it with others. Uh, we're, we're found on uh, what is iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, online, it's kickinlifepodcast.com. That's K-I-C-K-I-N, life, L-I-F-E, dot com. Uh, follow me on social media. Uh, we got uh, Kickin' Life with Master Grogan on Facebook. Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N, life on Instagram. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter, but it's the same handle, Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N, life. And please hashtag the heck out of that. Another hashtag I got is uh, another two that I really plug a lot is right hook of reality, kind of giving you the real deal. And the other one is square peg round hole. That's all about be that square peg. Don't try and fit in with everybody else, you know, that may not be the right crowd. 
be the square peg, be who God intended for you to be. Another page we've got is Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan. I guess that's a group. So um, I sometimes don't know the difference between pages and groups. But anyway, uh, it's Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan. I'm always posting different things. Like last night, we, uh, my son, uh, Emmett, and one of our lead instructors, Daniel, we went and did a thing with the Cub Scouts. Fantastic. Just talked about leadership and moral values and core values, about being your best, being the best leaders, standing out in the crowd. So uh, we talked about the ABCs of uh, Bully Proof and Conflict Avoidance. That's on there. We're going to share videos that will be on that page today as well. But like I said, collectively, let's work together and make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. All right, folks. Well, that's all I got for you today. As a reminder, um, the, the book will be coming out soon. We're in our first rough edit right now, and it's moving right along. It's, the name of the book is I Am Bullyproof: Defeating the Bully Within. And it's just about pretty much everything we talk about in the podcast here. But it's going to be in written format, and it's going to be a great guide and a great story to help you, help your loved ones, to help your kids live their best kick in life. All right. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to read your comments. I can't wait to hear from you. And I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.